Greetings and welcome back to another episode of Monet's Musings. I'm actually really, really excited to get into today's topic, especially because we had a recent Capricorn new moon and there is so much going on in the others. So I'm your host, Amaya Monet, and today I am unraveling the layers of structures, foundations, and how all of this will tie into our journey through the year. So with the energy of the Capricorn new moon, you know, we all saw people talking about it on social media, you know, it was a very big topic and for a good reason, because it really marked sort of a new beginning in a sense, as do all new moons do, you know, the beginning of a new cycle. But amidst all the planning and the daily routines that we've been paying attention to, I feel like it's really important to remember to take care of the foundation because Capricorn rules, you know, our teeth, our bones and our joints. So the support system of our body and it's the natural house is the 10th house, which rules our reputation, our legacy, heritage, kind of what we want to bring to the world, including our highest potential. And Capricorn also expresses a great return on investments. And it is really a very auspicious sign when dealing with business deals and dealing with determination and what it takes to reach the end. But personally, I've been focusing on my joint health lately. You know, when we think about foundations and structures in the body, our joints, such as our skeletal system, you know, our teeth, our bones, that's what's supporting us throughout the day. So I've been really incorporating turmeric when the active ingredient in turmeric is curcumin, which is really great for your joint health. Um, as well as black pepper in my meals. And just been drinking more golden milk lattes and warming foods. And I've also been putting CBD tinctures in my lattes. And I definitely recommend it. So considering Capricorn's influence on our 10th house, you know, our highest potential, a question that I've been reflecting on is how am I allowing myself to flow into that potential you know, how am I working with it or rather am I forcing it and overworking myself to reach these goals I feel compelled to make? And it's essential to question our habits in the midst of that too, you know, like which ones are crutches and which ones support our growth. And something that's also been in my mind that I'm going to address is the pressure of new year, new me. So a few weeks ago, you know, we had our new year of the traditional calendar year, right? And a lot of people, you know, do their New Year's resolutions. They think of all these goals they want to reach by the end of the year. And honestly, I feel like in the dead of winter, we're in the dead of winter. The sun's barely out, you know, snow's everywhere. We're cold. 
and we're expected to have this high energy, like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do this year? What am I going to put my energy into? And I feel like that really leads to burnout and it really leads to having these high, high expectations when your body really should be resting and relaxing and hibernating. And I feel like we don't really give ourselves enough time to just reap, reap everything that we've done, you know, reaping everything that we put into 2023, you know, and I was just thinking like, okay, I'm supposed to make all these goals now. Why can I not just use this time to just look at literally everything that I did in 2023? Look at everything that I accomplished, even the things that I didn't accomplish. It's just like just taking that time to just be and relax. And I feel like doing the New Year's resolutions and, you know, all these New Year's things and oh, we have fireworks and go, go, go. And what are you going to be doing? You know, people ask me like, what are you going to be doing this year? And I'm like, I don't know. I have some things I want to do, but I feel like at the beginning of January, it's just not the time to try to enforce that. I feel like it leads you to kind of feeling let down as the year goes on because you just didn't give yourself that time to just sit back and celebrate literally everything that you've done. And I feel like in November, in December, you know, we have all those holidays going on. It's a lot that goes on, you know. We're spending a lot of money, we're visiting people, we're traveling. So I feel like those first few weeks in January really are just a time for you to just chill and relax and just be. And ever since I've been doing that, every year, you know, at the beginning of the year, I really just take time to just relax. I let my nervous system relax. And I was also thinking, like, why is it so hard sometimes to allow yourself to just relax, to not do any work, to just sit back and just look at everything you've done? And I've learned that it's crucial to be cautious of falling into the performance trap and wondering why New Year's resolutions can feel elusive. You know, it just kind of seems forced to make those resolutions on a traditional New Year's Day. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with it, but I feel like maybe if we use those first few weeks in January to kind of do an overview of everything that kind of went not the way that we expected it to last year, I think that that would be better setting us up to have a really good year this year. And I found that the more grateful I am for what I've already put my energy into, the more it flows to me effortlessly versus when I'm forcing things to happen or I'm going out of my way to make things happen for my life. I get exhausted, I end up working too hard, and then I start to lose my passion and my creativity versus when I'm just resting and just being me and just allowing things to flow, I find that things come to me so much easier. And I honestly don't believe that working hard gets you closer to your dreams. I believe that working efficiently and being efficient and having a method and a process for everything that you do is really what gets you to where you want to be. And, you know, that's also a question that I've been 
you know, working with and my shadow work. And one that I encourage you to do as well is like, you know, how can I work less to get more? And some astrological events that are happening that are coming up, you know, so right now, all the planets are direct. Uranus, Neptune, Mercury, Jupiter, Venus, everything is direct right now. So while you may be feeling this forward moving energy, I feel like if you were to put that more into yourself, like moving forward, how can I make sure that I have the foundation that I need to succeed in any endeavor that I choose to undertake this year? That's a journal prompts. That I really sat down for a few minutes and I really was reflecting on that. I was like, how can I set myself up now? Minus all the business ambitions, minus like all the quote unquote things I want to accomplish this year. How can I set my human being self up, you know, for success no matter what happens? And for me, that looks like, you know, making sure I'm prioritizing resting, you know, making sure I'm even scheduling time to be creative because I feel like, you know, especially when you're young and I went to Howard, I'm just going to say it. When you went to Howard, you have this different type of pressure that's placed on you. Maybe we pick it up because there's so much black excellence. But I feel like since I went to Howard, I just used to be just really hard on myself thinking I could be doing more, but I'm already doing a lot, but I could be doing more. (laughs) That is something I really had to stop doing because I was literally wearing myself out. I was trying to do all these different things because I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to do this. And oh my gosh, I'm just not doing enough. I I need to do more. I need to do more. That's a journal prompt that I really sat down for a few minutes and I really was reflecting on that. I was like, how can I set myself up now? Minus all the business ambitions, minus like all the quote unquote things I want to accomplish this year. How can I set my human being self up, you know, for success no matter what happens? And for me, that looks like, you know, making sure I'm prioritizing resting, you know, making sure I'm even scheduling time to be creative because I feel like, you know, especially when you're young and I went to Howard, I'm just going to say it. When you went to Howard, you have this different type of pressure that's placed on you. Maybe we pick it up because there's so much black excellence. But I feel like since I went to Howard, I just used to be just really hard on myself thinking I could be doing more, but I'm already doing a lot, but I could be doing more. (laughs) That is something I really had to stop doing because I was literally wearing myself out. I was trying to do all these different things because I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to do this. And oh my gosh, I'm just not doing enough. I I need to do more. I need to do more. But honestly, the more I was doing, the less I was getting in return. And once I realized, okay, the more I rest, I'm at my best. At my best, I rest. And I repeat that mantra to myself. When I feel myself start to take on too much, I'm like, okay, Amaya, remember? At your best, you rest. And it's just, it can be hard implementing that. And I think especially as a black woman, you know, I don't really think it was reinforced in me that 
you deserve to rest. Like you deserve to just do nothing and feel like you accomplished everything in the world. So that is something that I've been working on. And if you find it hard to rest, and if you do rest and you find it hard to shut your brain off from your to-do list, something that helped me is just doing those mantras, you know, telling yourself, I deserve this. I deserve to take a nap because I said so. Like I've been taking naps more and I used to be adverse to naps. I was like, I could be spending that time doing something. Like I was that type of person, like always doing something, like just a busy body. Like why, why was I always so busy? <laughs> but the person I am today realizes that there is so much beauty in just sitting back sometimes and just not having to have everything planned out. So an astrological event that is happening that is kind of important is we are moving into Pluto and Aquarius. So Pluto has been in Capricorn, you know, for the past couple decades, and we are moving into Pluto and Aquarius on January 20th on Saturday. And with that transit, you know, we've already been seeing kind of glimpses of it. You know, something that's been blowing up on social media is the Cat Williams interview, right? You know, where he's really speaking his truth. And, you know, he even said in the interview, this is the era, this is the age of truth. And it's true, you know, because with Pluto in Aquarius, we'll be moving from this individualistic empirical type of worldview to you know doing things for the collective and working together and instead of how can this help me we're going to be shifting into how can this help everyone else around me and even on social media you know we're seeing more people talk about you know when you're doing anything on social media now you need to be thinking about does anyone else care about this would this help improve someone's life, you know? And we also are seeing technology advances, technological advances. You know, we've already seen how AI is slowly working its way into our lives. And that's what comes with Pluto and Aquarius. We're going to be seeing way more technological advancements, you know, way more people working together. Because when you think of Pluto and Aquarius, think for the collective. And I'm sure AI is helping so many people become millionaires right now. <laughs> that is definitely a Pluto and Aquarius type of thing. But I think also as we move into this era, we just have to be mindful of not allowing technology to take over our life. That's something that I have been making sure that I tune in on because I never want to become so reliant on technology that I won't be able to do basic things without it. So that's just something to keep in mind and also something that, you know, we might be thinking about more now because we had that new moon in Capricorn last week is how is my reputation, you know, what kind of reputation do I want to have? What do I want to be known for and how can I you know, make my reputation known in the most efficient way where I'm also being authentic, but I'm not trying to be something that I'm not. Um, 
And I think that's something that a lot of people right now are working on, kind of like, you know, because we know that we're never the same, right? We're constantly growing, constantly changing, constantly evolving human beings. You know, you're not even the same person that you were when you woke up this morning. You've had different perspectives since then. And I think this is the same thing, you know, with our reputation, Like, okay, how can I always remain true to myself, but still show up as I really am in the world? And also when it comes to reputation, it's like, okay, do I care about how people perceive me more than I care about being authentic? And if I do, why is that? Why? I think that's a really good shadow work prompt. And it really allows you to... Like we said earlier, foundations, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> go to the foundation of who you really are. And, you know, we're coming up on February and, you know, when March comes, we're going to be in spring and we're going to just have this different type of energy. But I feel like right now, while, you know, nature is hibernating, nature is literally telling us, okay, hibernate right now. Kind of get yourself together. Take care of yourself right now so that when you are doing these things that you do want to do later this year, you're not missing out on that time to rest. You're really able to do the things you want to do. You know, in one of the episodes that I had a while ago, I did talk about, you know, cycles and how we have to honor those cycles. And I feel like this new moon in Capricorn is telling us, okay, yes, honor the cycles. Yes, you have all these ambitions. Yes, you have this potential that you want to reach. You know, you have this dharma, which is your soul's purpose that you want to reach. But at the same time, it's like you have to honor your foundation, like the foundation that makes you you, the foundation, you know, every rising or the foundation that allows you to do these things. And a foundation for me that I've been tuning in on lately is, you know, making sure that no matter how I'm feeling, I'm still taking my time to read. You know, I'm still scheduling my creative time because I think last year that is something that I struggle with, like the work-life balance, you know, making sure that I'm doing the other things like my, you know, work, making sure I'm doing that, but also making sure that I'm doing my creative things that are just for play. You need both. And I feel like if you don't have that balance, you know, you'll get frustrated, you know, with yourself, with other people, because you're not giving yourself that time. So right now, I would just focus on setting up a good foundation for you to be successful, you know, for the rest of the year, kind of, you know, looking over everything, like I said in the last episode, that happened last year. You know, we are still in that really reflective energy. And even though it's a new moon, you know, we're still, you know, thinking about how much 2023 was. You know, it was such a year. And, you know, we're entering this year of the dragon this year in February. And that's when things are really going to start to pop off because we have Jupiter in Taurus right now. And that's going to be Jupiter is going to be in Taurus until May. So all the way up until May, 
And Jupiter, you know, is the sign of luck and abundance, prosperity, the great benefactor of the Zodiac. So up until May, you know, things are going to be happening in our lives that seem like they're coincidence, but they're not. It's all divinely orchestrated. And anything that you have wanted to set into motion, Jupiter and Taurus is saying, okay, through consistency, persistence, and efficiency. Not through working yourself to the bone, not through being burnt out, but through consistency, like persistence, efficiency. You see how all these things have sense in it? Because it makes sense. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was a bad joke, but I had to tell it. Okay, yes. Anyway, so yeah. I think I'm going to wrap up there. I think I've said a lot. And I think that, you know, as we go through these next few weeks that, you know, just don't be so hard on yourself. You know, I know that you were told you should have your vision board done right now. And I know that you were told you should be having your resolutions and should be working towards them right now. But it's okay if you just take naps and draw and paint. If you just want to cook that's totally fine. That's totally fine. You do you. And I'm going to do me too. And I hope that, you know, as this calendar year picks up, that you feel more confident being you. And, you know, just showing up as your true self and showing up as who you really are. Thank you for joining me today in this little exploration of the energy that the Capricorn new moon brought and also what's going to be going on in the others as Pluto enters Aquarius and also the energy surrounding January and kind of being in this hibernation mode. Remember, it's okay to not have everything figured out right now and it's okay to just rest and be. Until next time, take a deep breath Honor your foundations and who you really are and embrace the journey. Sending you love always. Thank you for tuning in. This has been Amaya Monet with Monet's Musings. And until we speak again, may your head and your heart speak with one voice. Peace.